This portion of the 10-Minute Off-Road Podcast brought to you by 3-Pound Hammer. Want to smash the ever-living snot out of your finger? Try a 3-Pound Hammer. That's 3-Pound Hammer. Making people invent cuss words since, well, the beginning of time. Episode 15, Don't Do That. All right, finish what you're doing. Grab a seat, sit down, shut up. The 10 Minute Off Road Podcast is about to begin. Hello, and welcome to the 10 Minute Off Road Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki G. I'm here to inform, delight, entertain, and all that other good crap about everything off road for the next 10 minutes or so. Why 10 minutes? Eh, why not? All right, so uh, a lot going on this week. I didn't really didn't really get anything kind of prepared i'm sort of shooting this off my hip winging it great smoky mountain jeep invasion is going on in the smoky mountains in Seaverville, tennessee if you're not familiar with the area it's home of dollywood and gatlinburg tennessee 90 percent of the people i know are up there right now a few friends are still here uh, a lot of people or a few of us that are here we're making plans to go wheeling uh, some are going out on Saturday, some are going out on Sunday. I can't do either because I'm stuck here doing work. But the good news is, is I'm available now to give a podcast. So I, I didn't really have anything prepared. So I just want to talk about a few uh, don'ts of wheeling. And uh, not not to be real negative, but this weekend we had a mofo load of rain today and yesterday. And so we're all talking about it on Facebook and Instagram. And a bunch of people are bailing out on Saturday. They're afraid of the mud. And I said, well, don't be afraid of mud. Enjoy the mud. Mud makes a easy trail difficult, difficult trail hard. Some trails impassable. But go out and play in the mud. A little bit of mud is fun. But make sure you have a way to recover yourself. And a winch on the front is not always the best recovery. Because if you're stuck into something and the winch is on the front of your Jeep, it might not be feasible to go further into whatever you're stuck in. Uh, I prefer a tow strap. You, gotta, you have a buddy with a, with a vehicle, you just throw out a tow strap. He can pull you back. If they can get around you, they can pull front. You know, it's... The toe strap is always my go-to form of recovery. Winch is the last resort. Nothing wrong with a winch. I mainly don't like it because I hate cleaning that cable. I hate winding it back in. I just like it nice and neat on a drum. I don't use it unless I absolutely necessarily have to. I got to be stuck real bad to pull out the winch. Or when Wendy needs a stump or a shrub or something removed from the yard, then the winch comes out. Is, uh, I like to play with it in front of the neighbors. And that didn't come out the way I wanted it to. But yeah, I said it. Deal with it. Hi-de-ho, this is Tony with the Jeep Talk Show. And just like you, I'm listening to the 10-Minute Off-Road Podcast with Nikki G. All right, so another do or don't wheeling is, uh, let's, let's talk about, the, while we're talking about mud, let's talk about the weather. Uh, look up the weather. You know, don't be afraid to go out and play in mud, but don't head out into the woods or up on the mountains when a storm is coming, a heavy storm. That's the last thing you want 
is to get struck by lightning or tree fall. You know, and this say you come up to something that you can't climb over or you can't pass the trail. You turn around to go back and only to find out that a tree fell across the trail. Now you're kind of stuck. You got to get out the axe and chop it up. And it, and then it brings me to uh, another point is everybody should carry an axe or a hatchet. I carry a hatchet because I figured it less worst case scenario. I could, I can hack a pretty big log with a hatchet. It might take an hour, but if you're stuck, you got nowhere to go. So it's what to do. But I digress. Uh, watch the weather. Don't go out when dangerous weather's coming. Uh, you know, wheeling's fun, but it's really not that necessary. Although, I feel it's necessary. I have to go wheeling every few weeks or I, I just feel kind of wonky. But it doesn't matter if I go today, tomorrow, next week. So, pay attention to the weather. Don't push your luck. Reschedule if you have to. It's always the best thing to do. Or you can meet at the trailhead and decide from there. Worst case scenario, you just took a drive up, up into the mountains for no reason. And then you can just go get a burger. There are lots of nice local restaurants up, up in North Carolina mountains. Check them out. Our barbecue is to die for. Follow the 10-Minute Off-Road Podcast on Twitter, the Gram, and YouTube. All right. So another do or don't of uh, wheeling is wildlife. Don't F with the wildlife. If you come across a fox or something and it's froze staring you down, don't panic. Unless it's a rabbit, a fox is not going to charge you. Do not throw rocks at it. That I, Every once in a while, you always see some idiot grab a rock and throw it, trying to scare it away. It knows you're there. It's trying to determine if you're going to eat it or not. And his flight or fight response is kind of taking some time. Don't mess with the wildlife. Just leave them alone. And uh, same goes for turtles. You see a turtle, leave it alone. If it's in the middle of the trail or in the middle of the road, I pick it up and just put it on sidewalk because I don't want to see it get run over. But uh, don't pick up a turtle. He's on his way to somewhere. By picking them up, you're just messing them up some more. And another thing is snakes. Now, I'm guilty of this too. I don't see many rattlesnakes. So when I see one, I take a video of it rattling. And I'll stomp my feet because a loud noise kind of scares the snake and makes it rattle. But I'm kind of far away from the snake and I take a video and I zoom in so it looks like I'm close and I'll just stomp my foot and make a loud noise to make them rattle. I shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. No, but we shouldn't do it. But, you know, everybody should have a video of a rattlesnake rattling just once. Uh, that being said, I think, and I might be wrong, but a rattlesnake could strike three or four feet. So, I would say stay 10 feet away from a snake at least. Me, I'm as far away as possible and I make sure he's going he's going the opposite direction. If a snake is coiled, you know, that he, he means business. Get the hell out of there. When you're walking through the woods, 
for any reason to relieve yourself or just to go for a walk if you're just off the trail walking through woods or even on a trail. Be mindful when you step over logs and stuff. Snakes like to hide in that little crevice at the bottom of the log waiting for prey. And then, you know, your foot comes down right in front of his mouth and scares the crap out of him and he bites you. It, it doesn't have to be a poisonous snake, too. Any snake is pain. Any snake bite is painful. If you get bit by, by a venomous snake, then it's even more painful. But, you know, and you can't blame a snake. He's just being a snake. So be mindful of where you step and uh, how you step. I always like to make a lot of noise to scare away anything that might be hiding. And that's for small animals. What do you do when you come across a big animal? Well, North Carolina, we don't have moose or meese or whatever you want to call it. We don't have any moose, so you don't have to worry about a moose charging you. But you come across a deer, I've never in my life seen a deer charge anybody. Usually, you see the tail of the deer running away. That's, that's usually not a problem. But we do have bears. When you see a bear, stop. Look around. A brown bear in North Carolina is easy to handle. You make a lot of noise and they run away. Except if the bear happens to be mama bear and there's baby bear somewhere and you don't know where baby bear is. That is a different animal. A bear protecting its cub is very dangerous. Slowly back away. Do whatever. When I see, if I, when I see a bear... I'm out of there. I don't I don't like messing with bears. Even bears have sharp claws and they're about as big as I am. So, you know, I'm pretty sure they could beat my ass. So I don't I don't, I don't mess with bears. With that being said, comes to protection. What do we do for protection in the woods? Uh, a lot of people carry firearms, side sidearm, pistol, whatever you want to call them. Nothing wrong with that. That's great. I have one. It comes out in a life or death situation only. And a bear charging you pretty much is a life or death situation. Uh, I don't like to use that for many different reasons. First reason is I'm 90% more likely to shoot myself in the foot than I am to shoot a bear. Second reason is I sh that bullet leaves the barrel. You can't call it back. You might hit the bear. You might not hit the bear. What's on the other side? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't really take a good observation. I just fired my gun. So I'm scared senseless because a bear's running at me. And third thing is, is it right to kill a bear? You're in the bear's house. That's very rude to kill the bear while he, you know, you're pretty much breaking into his house. He's defending it and you're shooting him. So uh, my go-to thing of choice is bear spray, which is pepper spray. If you're not, if you don't know what it is, it's pepper spray in a little small fire extinguisher size canister and it sprays out a big wall of pepper spray that'll stop that should stop a bear if not it'll mess them up and you can get away non-lethal doesn't hurt the bear well it hurts the bear a little bit but it doesn't kill them you can't accidentally shoot yourself in the foot with it and you're not going to shoot somebody a mile away that's having getting a drink of water somewhere so i, I prefer bear spray just for that firearms last resort that being said, you do what you're comfortable with. You know, if you firearm and you're a little bit better at gun safety than I am, by all means, use it. Because in the woods, 
you might run into a bear or even worse a meth head somebody cooking meth you know you, you never know what's going to go on out there you should always have a way to protect yourself all right so i'm already running a little long on this thanks for listening i just like to say you can listen to the 10 minute off-road podcast on podbean yeah i'm not making it up it's a real thing apple podcast google play but not on iHeartRadio, not on Pandora, not on other the other big places that you would look for a podcast. They're stuck-up snobbies. Well, I can't say that. Yeah, I guess I can. They're SOBs. You can contact me at 10minuteoffroad at gmail.com. That's 10offroad at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on the Instagram and the Twitter, which I, I think Twitter is dying now. I, Nobody posts on Twitter. And Facebook. We got a Facebook page, but and I don't really post too much on that because I ain't up on the social media. I just, I don't know. I, I'm in the market for a social media manager. All right, until next time, this is Nikki G saying thanks for tuning in. Wheel what you got and be happy. Nikki G out.